Francis Anna Zerwas, one of my interns from the University of Massachusetts, uh, gave us some topics to explore this week. And one of them was uh, getting some insight on you know, board members and uh, specifically around the need to have a board that uh, discusses things like risk management, guidance, and strategy. Why, in, uh, with those kind of needs of a board, are there no outsiders on boards in Japan? This case is a great question from Anna. Uh, she poses the issue of board responsibility, board accountability, and the relationship between a strong board and the company that it's supervising. And the mission of a board typically is to have outside supervision, outside questioning, a fiduciary reassessment constantly to ensure that the company is moving uh, legally, of course, and also sensibly towards a good, solid future. One of the most interesting cases is Japan. In Japan, all but maybe one, sometimes two members of a board are insiders. So all the top executives, your executive vice presidents and so on, and of course, C-level, are members of the board. And this means that there is no accountability. These are all insiders. They have no incentive whatever to push the company forward in any uh, sensible way. And, you know, once you're a top executive and you're in a board position, you're more likely to try to cover up for mistakes and prevent exposure and to make sure that your position is good. If you had an outside board oversight, uh, your position might not be so secure and you'd have to make very different decisions. Well, that hasn't happened in Japan. And the results are staggeringly awful for the Japanese. Uh, the, the Nikkei, Japan's stock market index, is tracking around a little bit over 50% of where it was in 1989. Uh, that's over 30 years ago. So you have this massive meltdown in shareholder value uh, no accountability. At the same time, if you look around and ask yourself, when did I last see one of those great Japanese brands like Panasonic or Sharp or, or uh, Hitachi, Toshiba? When did I last see those brands? And the answer is not for a very long time. Those brands were gigantic in the 70s and 80s. Today, they're pretty, pretty much gone, in large part because there was no incentive by management to move on the information cost velocity curve and to reposition those companies in such a way that they could create, manage, and, and monetize information surfaces like an Apple. They refused to do it. There was no pressure from a board because there was no pressure from the board to make the changes necessary. Investors have almost no role uh, as a result. And the collapse of the Japanese brands has been epic. 
and global, uh, we find constantly in our work in Japan an absolute refusal, refusal to participate on the information cost velocity curve in any kind of growth initiative that makes any sense. It's horrible. And I think to Anna's point, Japan is the perfect example of out of control boards. Speaking of boards that are in control, uh, what are the kind of things that companies should look for when looking for a board uh, member that uh, really provides the kind of oversight and strategy and, and guidance that's really needed? The best thing you can do is get an outsider with a lot of business experience. Outsiders, people who do not have a vested industry, interest in your company, they're the best ones to bring in because they're going to be very hard-headed. They are not going to listen to blather from any manager. They will expect results. And if you bring in people from enough different markets and spaces, you will bring in the experience that you need. Uh, these are the kinds of board members who you should go after. You should not go after decorative members. You know, it's very nice to decorate our board like a Christmas tree with, oh, famous people, something like that. That's not helpful to you at all. You need the people who will come into your board and ask very hard questions, people with really first-class experience. If you don't have that, there is a strong likelihood that you'll fall victim to people like Elliott Management. And Elliott uh, has gone after Telecom Italia, AT&T, most recently Crown Castle. And their documents, the documents they use to attack these companies, are pathetically inadequate. And yet, uh, without really strong, tough board management, there's not the ability to fight back and put these people like Elliott uh, in their place, or they really do need to be. Uh, I am stunned that Elliott Management would allow uh, the documents that it has produced to be published under its name. Uh, they're shockingly inadequate. Uh, but that's what I would do. Make sure you get really tough outsiders. You make sure your company is on track and you keep uh, people like Elliott out of the picture. For more on Japan and Francis's insights over his 40-year career, visit us at future-creators.com. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, Robert.